are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. Host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making the Locked On Rays podcast your first listen every day. And remember, the podcast is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube at Locked On Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. And uh, I think once a week, we'll try to do a mailbag episode. So send us your questions. Send us your comments. Send us your inquiries, whatever you want. LockedOnRays at gmail.com. Again, LockedOnRays at gmail.com to be part of the weekly mailbag. All right, Ulysses, we push along with our player reviews. And today we have... G-Man Choi, G-Man Choi, G-Man Choi. That's fun, man. That's fun. When you're Gonna at miss the drop... Gonna miss it. That's a little foreshadowing there. Uh, when you're at the drop in, and, and, you know, 2019, and that happened organically. Mm-hmm. Oh, there, there was something in it. Man, that, that really gave me goosebumps in 2019. That was really, really cool. And I think uh, it was really cool for him. To, yes. to, to see that, uh, you know, coming from another country, another culture, and, and having people chant your name uh, in a stadium filled of over 30,000 people waving yellow flags, yeah. that, that must give you something extra. And you know what? He liked it so much that it was his walk-up song for the whole 2021 season. How about that? Isn't that the coolest thing? Great little nugget there. So... Who knows? Maybe it's Baltimore Orioles fans that are doing G-Man Choi chants next season. Maybe it's Colorado Rockies fans that are doing G-Man Choi chants next season. That. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. But, of course, uh, G-Man Choi on the docket. What went right? What went wrong in his future with the team? Ulysses, uh, let's get into G-Man a little bit and what went right with him. Well, let's start again like we always do with the big picture. Let's talk about that slash line. In 83 games, around 260 at-bats, he had an average of 229, an on-base percentage of 348, slugging of 411, a 758 OPS, 11 home runs this season, 45 uh, driven in. Uh, If we have to highlight the most positive thing about Gmont, it's got to be that walk rate, which was at a career high. Career high of 14.8%. Almost 15% of the time he's up there, he gets a walk. That is just such a good type of player to have on on, on your side. He's not only looking at, at pitches, making that pitcher work, but he's also helping the people behind him, mm-hmm. If he, and which he usually does because he's at the top of the order. So when he's looking at pitches, he's wasting uh, that other starting pitchers. He's, all, he's also helping his own team. Uh, so I, I think that is very valuable and 15%. I mean, that doesn't come that often, Kevin. No, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. And we've seen that from him over his tenure with the Rays, the ability to work counts and him very seldom swinging out of the zone or chasing pitches. If there's a pitch he thinks he cannot handle, he usually will not swing at it historically. And what I liked also, in addition to the walk rate from him this season is uh, sometimes not trying to do too much. The middle of the field is open, bloop single. I mean, if you look at his spray chart, the amount of singles that he has in the middle of yeah. the field 
that's that's something to keep an eye on out there. And then um, I know that he wasn't a huge, huge power guy, all things considered, but he did show power to all fields. And he actually, from what I understand, uh, the hardest hit ball of his career was hit this year. Max exit velo of 112.9. Wow. Additionally, the highest hard hit percentage of his career up to this point at 46.8. We've also seen him step up in some pinch hit situations as well throughout. And I think uh, if we're going to mention a positive, we sort of alluded to it with the G-Man Choi chant is fan favorite and teammate favorite. I think the, the clubhouse energy and presence and aura he provides, he just like Brett Phillips makes baseball fun. G man Choi makes baseball fun and the whole social media aspect of things, the whole cultural aspect of things. He's a guy you can rally around, uh, rally around a little bit. And you know that that's important to the Rays because guess who was shipped off? Uh, who usually is not shipped off, a guy who is younger, a guy mm -hmm. who can have a higher ceiling, uh, in Nate Lowe. So yeah. they kept him, and, and, and you have to talk about the positive, the, the organic nature of, of G-Man and what he brings to the club outside of the lines. It's that, the, the, the clubhouse atmosphere. He's, uh, he is a genuinely, uh, you know, dude that, yeah. that, that wants to rally around his teammates, and you need those kind of guys in the clubhouse, and you can't just get those guys away uh, mm -hmm. willie adamas you know those guys that matters to to people that again that's even though it's fun for us to be fans and to to watch the games and analyze them for them it's their work day yeah do you want to be just surrounded by dudes who are not a, a good time that just clock in and clock out no that would be the worst kind of atmosphere for a job you're already playing a game. You should be having fun. And so having these kind of dudes that, that, that can be productive, but also having a good time in, in the clubhouse, that's good. And I'll highlight another thing. Mm -hmm. If you look at his splits uh, of him facing righties, the slash line, 245, a 374 on base, 468 slugging, that's eight, an 842 OPS. That's incredibly healthy. And all home runs, all 11 home runs against the, the against righties. So, he is definitely a guy from a platoon side of things that he can be productive. 0.9 war, F4. I, I didn't get his B war. I'm, a, I'm more of a fan graphs guy. Yeah, Kevin. clearly. Uh, yeah. 1.0. So. Okay, so okay, so basically a one war guy yeah. um, used as a platoon guy. So I, I do think that there are positives in G-Mon. Uh, and, and, and let's remember, he also missed a month. So he wasn't there at all yeah. in April. So his numbers come in, in starting from May. Uh, we will get to the negatives, but one more positive I will add. That's Rock Auto. Rock Auto is pretty positive. My goodness. You know why? Because it gives you two things that you love to do, which is save time and money when you use Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30, 50, 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or a car dealership? That doesn't make sense, folks. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you could ever need. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. So go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now 
and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Make sure to write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that Kevin Weiss and myself sent you today. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Okay, let's uh, pinpoint the negatives with G-Man Choi. Ulysses, you kind of mentioned it. Again, G-Man Choi was limited to 83 games played and 71 starts. Part of that is because he is a platoon player. Part of it is the injury bug, the injury uh, bug. He had three trips on the injured list. He missed the first 40 games of the season after surgery on his right knee. He had a left groin strain. He had a hamstring strain. And I go back to it. These lower body, lower extremity injuries are issues for G-Man. And I think his weight continues to be an issue. I'm not trying to body shame. He's just heavy. He's heavy. And over the course of 162 plus spring training, year in, year out, he's now on the dark side of 30. Uh, it's a concern for me. It's a concern. Uh, most certainly to, to miss all of April. I know three three trips in the IL is not you know good to see from any player. But yeah, it's now becoming kind of a a bad tradition for Gmon with, with yeah. the race to always be missing time. And that's, that's not what you're looking for in, in, in a guy. And when you talk about the injuries, you also have to talk about his defense. And I, I do think that that has kind of deteriorated from the past. I know everybody loves the splits, but we saw less splits Mm-hmm. this season probably because of all the lower body injuries there he's had. you go exactly they go hand in hand so if he keeps getting injured then the 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 positives that he brought about with, while wearing the glove which we all love to see in 2019 2020 it mm-hmm. kind of deteriorated in 2021 and the defensive uh metrics take them as you want if i have my opinion is that defensive analytics are are a long way from being perfect but right. they're there and so let's look at them. And and for this year, they didn't really like what G-Man Choi had to do with the glove. But again, like you said, Kevin, that has to do a little bit more with, with the injury bug that, that keeps on happening. So a guy that gets injured then gets bad ratings yeah. defensively, that's not, that's not good. And let's also consider he's oftentimes with the shifts, the only man on the right side of the infield. And yeah. it's not like he has crazy range to his left or right. And there's been some times that really as of late that we saw with him where a hard line drive, one hopper, he'd kind of get eaten up a little bit. Sometimes he'd smother it. Sometimes it would make its way through. So there were there were some things there. And you 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 can't uh, avoid the talk of, of the game four in the ALDS. Yeah. Where now, I'm going to put that, that more on Yandy Diaz, but I still think G-Man Choi or many MLB caliber first baseman should be able to smother that or at least corral it and hold on to it one way or the other. I mean, it it, it, it took Yandy to, to not make that play better. It took Choi to not make that play better. And it took Kevin Cash not to put Wendell in that situation at third. So there were a lot of factors, yeah. but certainly G-Man Choi is one of those factors of not making that play. Um, you talk about body, uh, his injury and in the lower half. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? He needs that lower half to also move a little bit faster on the base paths. If he gets a single, he now needs either two more uh, extra base hits 
or a bunch of singles or a home run to even score. Yeah. So do you want a station to station kind of guy on the base path, especially when he's at the top of the order? That's that that's a big question mark. And if we again focus on the home runs, really nice splits against righties. But when you look at the lefty splits, 186 average, a 526 OPS uh, again against lefties, he has no shot against lefties. And none of those 11 home runs came against lefties. In fact, Kevin, out of those 11 home runs, only three home runs were hit in the last two months of the season. Mm. Yeah, and not just the, the power or lack thereof at times, but the strikeout rate. Yeah. I believe the highest strikeout rate in really of his career, but definitely his tenure with the Rays. And something I did notice that he really had trouble with off-speed in change-ups. That seemed to be a bugaboo for him where he would almost pull off of it and really look awkward going after some of those pitches. And don't get me wrong. I mean, the other guys get paid too. Pitchers sometimes executing some really good pitches, be it Lucas Giolito or Nate Eovaldi, but even a guy with an average changeup, he would sort of flail and pull his top hand off and, and totally swing over the top of those types of balls. So those are some little things there, too, with, uh, with G-Man. And, and when you put it all together, then, then you have a guy who is striking out heavily, is only resigned to one side of the platoon. Uh, it's, it, yeah. He doesn't move that fast. Uh, he's not fielding as well. He's still getting injured. Yeah, he's a fan. You you put all of the yeah. things together, Kevin, and I, I'm thinking that the negatives really out, outweigh the positives here. So uh, we'll see. But yeah, th- I, I got to tell you, you look at little things again, yeah. kind of like with with JT yesterday. We were like right in the middle. I can see some 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 positive and negatives with Gma, but the negatives here uh, with the strikeout rate, twenty eight point five percent. That's no joke, yeah. Kevin. I mean, we were we were talking about. Uh, the 2020 postseason postmortem uh, about a year ago almost, yeah. and and we were saying, oh man, all these guys striking out 30 percent of the time, and we're like, it's it's 20 games, but my goodness, this is in 83 games that he almost struck out 30 percent of the time. Yeah, uh, that's just not tenable. You uh, that's you just can't have 30 percent strikeout rate without the pop. Yeah. Uh, so where's the positive of striking out so much? And that's the thing. And when we collectively look at it, he is really a three true outcome guy. And that third outcome, the home run, you would like that to be higher. It's yes. walk, strikeouts, and a little bit of home run there. And he can't run well. No. Uh, his defense seems to be regressing. And he's only limited to one position defensively. And he can't stay healthy. He gets hurt all the time. I, that's how I sum it up uh, right now. Exactly. And, and, you know, if you look at the sprint speed, he's in the 21st percentile. The BSR uh, uh, graded on how he runs uh, with the bases, negative 0.9. Yeah, he's not a good base. Let's, <laughs> so let's throw that out. I, I, so then you strike out a lot. I, I feel like the negatives yeah. are, are plenty uh, with, with, with Gmon. Uh, you know, about his future. We'll I, get I, to that. Yes. I, I don't. Uh, you know what? We will get to that, Kevin. We will get to that. That's why we have ads and we have transitions, right? <laughs> uh, one thing that, again, uh, 
to transition from the negatives here, one thing that is positive, that's Bet Online. Bet Online, they've got a new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head over to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code or their promo code, I should say, locked on. That's L O C K E D O N, L O C K E D O N to receive that bonus. Bet online. It is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. It is where the game starts. Okay. Uh, Ulysses, we touched on G Man's positives, his negatives. His future with the Rays, I'm just going to say dot, dot, dot. It's in doubt, very much in doubt, in my opinion. Uh, I think this is a, a topic that we've said since like 2019. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, we're not going to see him next year. Boom, see him. Oh, yeah. We're not going to see him next year. Boom, see him. So are we going <laughs> to, are we still, is this now a tradition of the podcast to say, I don't know about G. Who who bought a jersey or a, or a jersey? You're out of luck. I gotta tell you, I think I think this is not happening. Uh, again, when you look at the negatives, Kevin, I mm-hmm. think they overweigh the positives. Uh, again, the 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 flexibility on 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 the position wise, he's not very versatile. You, you either have him a DH or a first base, and if you have him at all in the lineup, then it better be against the righty. He is not playable against lefties he really is and now you can't have him uh, against a lefty so now you've reduced him yeah to the greater side of the platoon but that's it and 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 so uh, you know he keeps striking out almost at at a 30 percent rate he's slow in the base pass he keeps getting injured again if you look at him and you have enough people on the roster that 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 or places on the roster, you can say, yeah, I think Gman is definitely a guy who can play the, the right side of the platoon and 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 give you a good production because he can hit righties and he yeah. still shows positive output against righties. But he's a free agent starting in the twenty in twenty twenty four. So I just don't see how you can keep a guy like Gman with so many limitations in a team that can be very versatile. Let's remember that the Rays did not want to pay G-Man Choi $2.45 million. Very true. They served him up or wanted to give him, probably wanted to give him less than this, but they threw out $1.85 million. So that case went to arbitration, and I believe he represents the first guy to win an arbitration case against the Rays. G Man Choi. Yeah. G Man Choi. No, very good for him. They had been six of six previously to that. So this team didn't want to pay him $2.45 million. They didn't want to pay him $2 million. And now him going into his second year of arbitration, what's the projection? Probably three and a half to $4 million. At least four. At least four, Kevin. Let me flip this. Would the Rays pay Jordan Luplo? Three and a half or four million dollars, at least four million dollars. That's kind of the question where you sort of have to throw out there. Luplo, yeah. is he just sort of at this point a right-handed version 
of G-Man Choi, maybe not quite the personality and sure. the clubhouse presence and sure. the jersey sales, everything that you want to take into account. But money is still money at the end of the day with the Rays. We're looking at a platoon first baseman on a low-budget team entering his second RB year. Uh, $2.45 million to the Rays. That might as well be 8 to $10 million for any other team out there. I just don't see how they come up or want to come up with that kind of money to pay G-Man. $4 million. Let's, that's the base. Let, for 2022, that would be $4 million. For a part-time player. For a part-time player on a team. Again, like if, if this team is a $150 million club, sure. G-Man comes back next year. There's no way. There's no way he doesn't. I think he as as if used correctly, G-Man deserves a spot. The problem is the money. Yeah. The money is, is the big uh, uh, issue here. So uh, I just don't see how he comes back. But again, if you have the the big – this is – guys – I'm sorry that we're going to be very repetitive about this, but this is the reality until we know what's going on. Yes. The CBA, the collective Mm -hmm. bargaining agreement. We don't know what's going to happen there. So if there is any movement on how on, on the money side of things on what a a payroll is a floor cap or a salary cap, whatever may have you, uh, then this, then this becomes a different uh, conversation, Kevin, because if it is a no floor of a hundred (laughs) mil, I would I would bet that G-Man stays. But again, if things stay pat, I don't see how you put $4 million on a guy who you are expecting 250 at-bats with limited versatility and just the slowness in the path. I think the Rays are moving another way. They're moving into the switch hitter who is yeah. able to play three uh, positions at least uh, that is quick around the bases, that can steal bases, you know. The Taylor Walls, Vidal Bruhan, Wander Franco, like mm-hmm. th- those are the types of players that you're going to see a lot of. And G-Man doesn't fit that mold at all. Percentage chance that G-Man Choi is on the roster next year. 80-20. 80-20. Like, 80, so 80% chance he is? 80% chance he's not. Okay. 80% chance okay. he's not. 20% he's coming back. How about you? Do you do you have them at 100-0? <laughs> Pretty close. It's about 95-5. 95% chance he's off the roster. Hot take. This is what the Rays are going to do. Okay. They're going to move off of G-Man Choi. They're going to give an outfield spot to Josh Lowe, and they are going to give Austin Meadows a first base mitt and teach him how to play that position and or have Brandon Lau work some first base and maybe give that second base shortstops middle infield spot to a Taylor Walls, Vidal Brujan mix match. However you want. I just don't see how G man makes the cut considering that there are what six, seven guys that are going to be free agents with the Rays, And there's uh, 19 players, 19 players, including G man eligible for arbitration league leading yeah. 19. Uh, you, you gotta look. I'm I'm a huge make Brandon loud your first baseman. I, yeah. I, I just I, I I would push that forever. I also like the Austin Meadows one, but I like the Brandon Lau one because you open up a spot for for Taylor Walls, who has been incredible with the glove. Right. And, and I think you know you got to give a guy a little bit more a chance with with the bats. Uh, also, you open uh, Vidal Bruhan maybe a possibility there. Um, so I, I'm a big Brandon Lau first baseman. Again, this is a team that put Hunter Renfro 
on first base without ever having that. Luplo, he never Luplo. played first base. They, they, they've put uh, Francisco Mejia. They put first pitchers base. at first base for a couple innings. So, so you know, taking out the- Nelson Cruz. <laughs> so exactly. they'll put a trash can at first if that trash can can hit. And if they're playing in Houston, yes, but I'm that's true. Very uh, so, so that's the point. If they're willing to sacrifice defense on first base, that tells me a lot that if, if G-Mon's defensive metrics are not really helping him, why would you not move a Brendan Lau, an Austin yeah. Meadows to first base and, and, and open up a spot in there on the outfield or in the, on the, or in the infield? I, 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 yeah, it's not looking great for G-Mon Choi fans. And that sucks because right. race fans don't get a lot of, of, uh, of, of continuity, which having said that just now, this is a lot of the t- guys that are on the 2021 team, Kevin, were in the 2018 yeah. team. So, I mean, that's four seasons. I know other teams have way more than four years, but I think right. four years, that's that's a good chunk. Or am I just in no, a Rays fan base mind? That's pretty good for a Rays player. Uh, that's longer than many before him, that's for sure. And we didn't even mention the 40-man roster crunch that the Rays have to figure out exactly. and deal with as well. Uh Last thing here before we get to uh, our grade of G-Man choices, Zips projections. I just want to get quick over unders from you on this. Okay. Uh, 2022 G-Man Choi uh, over under 111 games played for 2022. Yeah. 111 games. Oof. I'd say under man. Okay. Yeah, I would agree. Um, I guess this doesn't matter as much, but 346 at bats over under under. Okay. Uh, 13 home runs over under. He had 11 and I guess it depends what bats. field he's playing at. Uh, yeah, is he exactly. playing at Camden Yards? Okay, then maybe he's get he's got 14, 15 in him. You know what? He he actually had a, a, a great. Um, I think the exit velo went uh, up. I think or yeah, I mentioned around. that in the the first segment. Yeah, the exit velo those numbers did go up. I Our mean, hard hit percentage yeah. you said highest in his career. Uh, so. I would say okay, thirteen. I think thirteen. Yeah, okay. would be a nice number. Uh, Two forty average, over under. I'm gonna go under. Okay, and seven seventy two OPS. I'm gonna go under. Okay, look, I, that's that's kind of the guy. We look at those numbers. That's kind of what he is. And what the Rays pay three and a half, four million dollars, and that's probably actually a good year, decent, solid year for yeah. G Man. So. I think it's I think it's really tough. So, uh, okay, player grade for G Man Choi. Uh, you want me to go first? Yeah, okay. yeah. Please go first. I'm not going to give a number to this, but um, do it. Don't no. Don't do this. Don't coward behind the the no number. Do it. Throw the number. We need the number, Kevin. Everybody wants it. Jake Stokes wants it. Come on, let's go. Not a C minus. But the lowest C possible before you get to a C minus. So what's that? A 74? 374? Yeah. 73, 74. Wow. Around that range. Okay. I, then I, I am a more, um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm nicer today, I okay. guess. And, and I, I have 82. B minus. Okay. I had a minute. If you were to use him against righties only, that's a good, that's a good, right. that's a good player. Yeah. You know what? My grade probably isn't completely fair because... I should have probably taken into account how this is what he is. How is he? He's never going to put up Brandon Loud numbers, so I can't no. compare him to that. I have to compare him to the G-Man Choi 
of old, but I still think he underwhelmed compared to the G-Man Choi of old. And I think in, in some in some metrics he did. I think in others, he excelled. Again, if you're looking for a high on-base guy, he's the guy against writers. I mean, highest walk rate percentage yeah. ever. And again, that's that's not only helping himself get on base, but wasting the pitcher, giving uh, others behind him a, a chance at, at more research, the, the ball, the tunneling, how yeah. that works. I think that helps. I, I just would have thought that, you know, the guy finally gets his first payday, you know, and he... He, I don't know if he made an effort to get in better shape, but it didn't seem like he did. I mean, just things happen. He got injured. Injury. He got hurt. He got injured. So and, and sometimes when take you, that into yeah, you, you get hurt, you're, you might not be able to to do what what you can and what you expect of yourself from your body. But hopefully, you know, the 2021 offseason is a little bit better for him and he gets in better shape and, and, and he's able to provide numbers for somebody, even if it is the race. I, I, w- I would not be unhappy seeing G-Man Choi be back with the Rays. I, yeah. I, I would welcome that, but I would expect him to now be completely platooned. Just as platooned as, you know, and Matt Joyce was when he again. was with the race. Like, no lefties ever. That's exactly what I want from G-Man. Only righties. Any lefty comes in, get the heck out of here. Let's every Somebody else grab a, 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 a bat. Uh, and... I don't disagree with you, and that's why I'm going to continue to beat this dead horse. Do you pay $4 million to a guy that you have to make that maneuver? You have to make that extra work to pull him out. C-B-A. 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 There it is. That's the answer, baby. There we go. Very good. Quickly, who would you rather have right now? G-Man Choi or Nate Lowe on the race roster? Get out of here. <laughs> That's my answer. Get out of here. Sign us off. <laughs> I assume Nate Lowe, right? No comment, baby. Okay. No comment. I, I think the Rays, from what I understand, cleaned up in that deal with some of the prospects. But exactly. It might be several years before we see the fruits of that there you trade. Go. So, all right. Uh, thank you again for making the Locked on Rays podcast your first listen every day. And we'll be back tomorrow. Should have Evan Klosky on the show for a postmortem on the 2020 race or 2021 race season, I should say. That's going to uh, be a somber episode. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> Might try to liven things up with a little bit of baseball trivia. Also, uh, send us your emails. Comments, questions uh, for a future mailbag episode. LockedOnRays at gmail.com. Very good. Okay. And also, you can check out the Locked On MLB podcast in the meantime. Have a good one.